Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org. Hey, hey, hey. So, welcome back to part two. Part two of our interview is just phenomenal. You know, part one was great and part two is just as good, if not better. So without further ado, let's jump right in and, and continue to talk to Aicha about how it is that she helps franchisees. My question to her in th- and through all this was basically, how does one choose the right franchise for them? And can she help us do that? And, you know, she has an interesting way of, of putting it, as you'll hear shortly. Uh, yeah, you know, I do have a lot of franchisees that do reach out to me to help them decide and choose the right franchise for them. And I don't do that. Um, I have learned that for me to be able, in good conscience, to help somebody decide what is the right franchise for them, I would have to have so much information, not only about all the franchises that are available out in the world, which are hundreds, but I also had to know that person so well that I understand which one they will be happy with. And so that is such an enormous job that I really believe that only the person that wants to become a franchisee can do that. It does take time and they do need to do the right amount of research. Not only about themselves, but because when you buy a franchise, you're buying a business, it's something that you're gonna be spending more time than with your family. And so I believe that whatever you choose, it has to be something that you will absolutely enjoy doing. And you cannot just do it for the money because really nothing is worth your life. And you might be making a lot of money, but if you're miserable, then it's not worth it. So first of all, it has to be something that you love to do that you would enjoy doing day in and day out. And um, when the bad days come, you're gonna be able to live through them so that when the good days come, you're still there. And I think that's very important. Second, I mean, there is a wide variety of franchises. While I do like to focus on food franchises because of the level of difficulty that they are, but at the same time, there are more stable than other uh, brands that might be optional, right? I believe that people are always gonna eat. And uh, but with food comes a lot of more intricacies in the business, as you know, when you're handling perishables and the amount of people that it requires to operate them and and the customer interactions is a whole different uh, business model than, let's say, a car wash. Right. And so that's why I really love the food industry. However, I do have clients in other brands. And uh, and what's right for you is what's right for you. So if you love the food industry and you and, and you enjoy that part, then I would certainly say look, you know, among the hundreds of possibilities within the food industry. If uh, food is not your thing, then there's a lot of other franchise options that you can like, look into that are, I mean, the, the, the models that are out there are so different. I mean, from home health care to doggy daycare to, I mean, it is the variety is just tremendous. So it's a great time to be looking for 
uh, becoming a franchisee. Now, once let's say you decide that you like the food industry, for example, I mean, the options are so enormous, right? Uh, do you want fast food, casual dining? Uh, do you want uh, fast casual or do you want, you know, it, it just the options are so different. Do you like sandwiches? Do you like, uh, you know, pasta? Do you like pizza? You know, really, I think that you have to choose one that you would like, that you would enjoy, that you need to understand uh, what it will require, the hours that you're going to be working, the kind of people that are going to be working for you, the kind of customers that you're going to be taking care of. And that's just the first step. Then you go into the franchisor. There are so many things that you need to look into, like what are the franchise fees? What are the royalty fees? What are the marketing fees? And this is the money that comes out of your top line. Uh, you need to be clear on that because your franchisor ends up being your partner. And sometimes they're going to make as much money, if not more than you, because of the royalties are based on top line sales, not on profits. And so if you're paying 10% on royalties and marketing fees, and you might end up with 10% profitability. So you're 50, 50 partners with that brand. So, so choosing the brand that is going to give you the value for the fees that you're going to be paying is going to be very important. And one of the things that I notice is that sometimes your franchise fees are not aligned with the services that you get. Like, for example, there are um, older, more established brands that may have the same fees as a newer emerging brand. But now when you are with a newer emerging brand, they might not provide the services, the support and the um, and the uh, and the confidence that you know, an older brand might be. And so sometimes the, the cost might not match, uh, you know, what you're getting. And so, you know, you have to be careful about those things. And so all that time and effort that you need to put in to research the right answer is going to pay off in dividends at the end, because if you make the wrong answer, it could cost you a lot, you know? And so, and so that's where, you know, the things that you need to look at it. And because of all of those decisions, I wouldn't be able in good conscience to be able to investigate all the possible brands that exist out there and give them the options that they should be looking at. I think that's a very personal decision. And, uh, and no, so my clients usually come once they made the decision of what franchise they have uh, chosen, uh, then I help them implement the management system so that they can make the most money out of that. So the brand gives them the product service image and I help them acquire the business degree they need to make sure that they make every penny they can out of that brand. So let's talk about maybe some just general principles then of what to look for when I'm looking at a franchise. What are some, what are some things that we should look for? Well, you know, I would find out how long they've been in business. If you're looking at an emerging brand, like I mentioned, there's hundreds of them now, and many of them are really fantastic. I mean, I have looked at some of them, and I'm like, wow, this is a great brand and great people doing the right things. Uh, you know, but the challenge that you find yourself now is that there are some franchisors that think that they're because, and they're emerging, new, right? that because they have a great product that tastes amazing and everybody wants to eat and buy uh, and maybe a good image that, you know, and they have high volumes in, you know, three or four or five locations. Does that mean that they're ready to franchise? And the answer to that is no. I would say that um, having the brand systems uh, that are solid is part of the franchisor offering. 
you know, the other offering that they need to come to the table with is how they're going to support their franchisees. Because just because the owner, the original owner is able to implement that brand well, because they've been doing it for years, it does not mean that they have the tools to uh, support the franchisees in doing the same thing to obtain the same results. And so something that I think that is important that you know right away is what kind of tools do they have? What kind of training materials and support? What kind of um, uh, business consultants they're going to be available for them to give them the support that they need to make sure that they implement the brand in a way that is as successful as the units that exist? And so learning that is going to be important. Now, I don't know how much of these franchisors provide that, but they should be able to at least share with these franchisees how they're going to train them and teach them and what kind of tools they will have ongoingly to make sure that they can implement that brand successfully. And I think that, you know, beyond the fees, I mean, of course, the fees are, you know, most of them are ranged in the same area between, I don't know, 4 and 7%. Uh, I don't see that many that go too below that or too high above that. And if they do, then that might be a red flag. Uh, but the quality of what you get for that is going to be what make, makes a difference. And so learning how you're going to be able to duplicate that brand and what kind of support the franchise store will provide ongoingly, uh, the answers to that will give you the red flags or the green flags uh, as to whether you should proceed. So let's talk a little bit about what you see on the horizon for franchising. What are some trends that you're seeing? What are some things that we should look out for that are, are coming up that maybe a lot of us aren't aware of? What's going on in franchising that's new and exciting? You know, um, I came back a little, I was, a couple of months ago, I went to the third largest franchise show in the, in the, in the country, in the world, and it's in Mexico City. And I was there to, invited to be a keynote speaker at the conference. And at the conference, I was shocked to find out that there were 400 stands of franchises, of which no more than five were American brands. The other 395 brands were all from Latin America. I, I had no idea how huge the franchise world was in Latin America. And then since then, I have studied it, and it is huge among Europe, even bigger than it is uh, in, in Latin America. And the reason, again, is because when you have a franchise, you don't need to have all those skills necessary to be able to develop the product, the service, the image of, of a brand. And so I really foresee that this uh, franchise model is going to continue to grow. Uh, there are going to be emerging brands that are going to succeed and emerging brands that are going to fail. And, um, you know, sad to say, just because they're growing too fast or not the right way. And so that's, uh, that's the future that I see. Uh, and like I mentioned earlier, they're going to go beyond, you know, the normal uh, classic um, of industries, beyond food and, I mean, like I said, daycares and doggies and and uh, home care and it's just ex expanding into areas that I never imagined that would be uh, franchises. So definitely I think it's here to stay. Uh, one of the things that I love what I do is because I, I tell people that I help uh, people accomplish the American dream of business ownership and so I'm in the business of helping them keep their dreams, uh, the American dream, and so I love that. 
And something that I learned even uh, when I was in Mexico, I had a conversation with the secretary of the Ibero-American Franchise Association, and that's for all the franchises of uh, Spanish-speaking countries. And he was saying how um, they envision the franchise model as a way to also reduce poverty around the world. Because if somebody can buy a proven system that does not cost that much money, then people can enter into business ownership and get out of poverty. And so I really think it's just going to continue to expand. There are going to be, of course, there's always mom and pop people that are great at creating a brand, great at creating a product. They might also be so artistic that they are able to design uh, their image and uh, have a great ability to do marketing. Uh, but really, to be able to do all those things well requires somebody really special. In the meantime, the franchise model allows you to be able to own a business that is successful without having to be an expert at all of those things. And so I definitely foresee the, the franchise model continue to grow, uh, expand into other areas that we never thought about. And um, my wish is just that these franchisors really make sure that they have the proper enterprise systems they need to have to support their franchisees, to select the right ones, and to give them the right support so that they can be successful, uh, as well as you know them being successful. And if that's the case, it's a win-win for everybody. So what about brands out there who are wanting to franchise? What type of person, if I'm a franchisor, what type of person do I want in my brand? Who, who am I out there trying to recruit to come take my product or my concept to market and execute it consistently. What what kind of qualities and things am I looking for as a franchisor? You know, um, I think it would start with uh, you know choosing the right person that is actually going to follow your standards. I think that is like the first step because at the end of the day, that's what they're buying. You don't want to give your brand to somebody that is going to distort it or not respect it or care for it as much as is necessary for you and the other fellow franchisees. Um, so make sure that you don't have an entrepreneur that is going to try to invent their own thing. So that's, I think is number one. Um, and number two is somebody that either already has that business acumen or they are willing to reach out for the help, um, and the knowledge they need to make sure that they have that business acumen. So I think that's two. Uh, and, um, and three, then somebody that is going to be wanting and, uh, able to collaborate with the franchisor and be ha be willing to have an open, honest communication so that they can, you know, be able to be successful together. And and uh, I think that's going to be, you know, crucial for that. That's awesome. Any any parting words of advice or anything that you'd like to share with our audience before you go? Uh, yeah, you know, I mentioned that I, I wrote that book called The Franchise Fix. I would love to give your audience a free copy of my book, if I may. Uh, all they have to do is uh, go to www.thefranchisefixbook.com. And if they go there, you can download the book, a copy of my book for free, an electronic copy, and read everything in that book, um, you know, whether you... Uh, are going to be or are a franchise, a food franchisee or a non-food franchisee, doesn't matter. That Those are the business, uh, the business tools and systems that you need to be successful, really, in any small business. 
And if after reading that book, you feel that you need the help to implement those systems, then uh, you will get an email uh, uh, with that with the book, and then just reply to the email and and uh, let me know, and I would love to get in a call with you and and see what you need and if I can help. That is incredibly generous of you, and I hope all of you out there take advantage of this incredibly generous generous gift. Um, and you know. We will definitely look forward to having you on in the future. So thank you so much for your time, Aicha. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me, and I would love to. Um, any good questions you have about Franchise World, and, and if I can help and continue to help keeping the American dream of business and franchise ownership alive, that's, that's my mission. You know, as we wrap things up here, I just want to say that what an incredible individual. I mean, somebody who really knows their business, really understands what they're what they're doing. Someone who's worked their way from the ground up, um, and and really has a lot to offer and a lot to share and a lot to give, and is doing so in so many ways. So I I for one am incredibly grateful for her and her time and willingness to share because a lot of that information she gets paid a lot of money to share with people. So. We definitely consider ourselves lucky to, uh, to be a part of those discussions and to have that knowledge. So, again, thank you to Aicha for her time in, in doing that. And I do hope that all of you will take advantage to reach out and take advantage of her offer to get that book for free. It is a great book. I have a copy of it. And I am, again, grateful to have her on here. And of course, if there are any questions or comments or anything that anybody wants to know from her, then absolutely go to the website and check her out uh, and see if she might be able to help you in your business or might be able to steer you if you're looking at a franchise towards ones that would be good or maybe away from ones that aren't so good. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making food for money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.